to Overcoming Financial Stress with the Saver and the Spender. I'm your host and the spender, Michael Dickey. At Fiscal Fitness Phoenix, we are the worldwide leaders in reducing financial stress. And our mission is that everyone, from the person that is overwhelmed with their finances and in debt up to their eyeballs, to the person that makes good money, has amazing goals, and wants to achieve financial independence, finally to the person that feels a calling to help others by becoming a financial coach, learn how to take the stress out of money. Hello, everybody. It's me, Coach Kelsa, and I am so excited to bring you this episode of the Saver and the Spender podcast today, where I will be talking with you about an alternative to New Year's resolutions. Uh, I will warn you, I've got a bit of a cold, unfortunately, so um, Michael might need to be editing out a uh, coughing fit or blowing my nose at some point. So (laughs) hopefully that doesn't happen, but if it does, I'm sorry if you guys hear it. it is tis the season for the colds to be going around, especially if you've got kids in daycare or school age kids. I'm sure you're just like us where it seems like they just tend to spread it around. Um, and of course they need lots of cuddles during that time when they're sick. And so you're bound to get it yourself. I think when you're a parent. So, um, I, you know, love with our clients, uh, setting really specific goals around their money, you know, like a certain credit card is going to be paid off by this pay period, or they're going to have X amount in savings by this month. And then what is goal number two after that? And, you know, we really love doing that. And clients tend to really thrive having that mission with their money and that purpose with their money. And, Sometimes what can also happen though, which is not a good thing, is that you can have a lot of different goals going on and they all feel a little disjointed or not really connected to one another. Um, And if they're not really in alignment, you can feel like you're spreading yourself a little too thin. Uh, And also some clients, I would say the majority of them really do thrive with very specific goals. Um, But a small percentage of them, their personality, they tend to fight against goal setting actually. So if you tell yourself that you're a rule breaker, um, you might find it hard to set goals uh, because as soon as you're supposed to do something, maybe you don't want to do it, right? And that is the tendency of a rule breaker. Um, And Certainly some of our clients sort of have that personality or they self-sabotage a little bit. Um, And really, if we're not careful, the goal um, can feel more like an obligation as opposed to something that we feel very passionate about, something that really drives us. Um, Research shows that resolutions are pretty much largely ineffective for making positive, sustainable change. Um, 25% of people break resolutions within one week and 65% break them within a few weeks. I find that astonishing. So in other words, really, you know, new year's resolutions at the start of the year truly just don't work. Um, what we have found is something that helps all of our clients is selecting a word of the year. It really helps all of us to embrace a larger vision, um, a vision that can feel really expansive and possible. And it can really be sort of our guiding light or our North star, sort of our compass for all of the goals that we set during the year. Uh, It is easier to remember one word, obviously, than a whole list of goals or resolutions. And it really, this one word can help us to anchor our daily life. It can help us focus. It can help us guide the work that we do, the choices that we make. And overall, uh, just give us that vision so if we get easily distracted, we can really just come back to this one word. 
some benefits of setting one word instead of a bunch of goals uh, or in addition to a bunch of goals, I should say, because it's not necessarily to replace it. Um, Oftentimes what happens is we'll set one word and then the goals will support that one word. Um, But one word actually feels more expansive than goals or resolutions sometimes. And it can feel more inspirational and less instructional. Uh, It's especially great for people who don't do well with, uh, you know, super structure or deadlines or too many rules. Like I said, the rule breakers. Um, it allows you to adjust your goals and resolutions as the year goes on. So, you know, as we all know, things can certainly happen and uh, things can change throughout the year. And having a single word can really give us some more flexibility than what specific goals um, can allow us to have. So we can change the goal throughout the year as our life changes with uh, the idea that the word stays the same. For me, by having one word to guide my year, I find it's easier to create goals and resolutions that are aligned with my whole approach for the year. So it really does anchor my daily life. It helps me focus. It guides the work that I do, the choices that I make, and the way I navigate You know, really every day. And when I feel adrift, if you will, I remember my word of the year and I come back to my goals and myself and what I was hoping to achieve. And it really just helps me to feel a little bit more grounded. Our word for the coming year is complete. And oftentimes I say that the word is not always a sexy word, but it should resonate with you. And for us and our family right now and in our business, we have a lot of incomplete things. It was definitely a growth year for us in our business. It was a lot of ideas that got created and you know we started new things. And I can't wait for the coming year to actually see those all completed. You know, I feel like we're definitely putting wrapping paper and pretty bows on some, some programs that we launched. And I can't wait to see them completed and, you know, sort of enjoy the fruits of our labor, if you will. Uh, you know, it was a limbo year or a growth year. And I feel like this coming year will be a bit more about just seeing all of that completed. And I can't wait for that. And as many of you might know, we um, got our foster son this year, and we look forward to the coming year making him our adopted son. We want to make that whole process complete. We want our family to feel complete. We don't want to be in limbo. You know, we really want to bring some some closure to all of that. And so that's why complete is our word. It really does serve us in multiple areas of our life. So I am going to help you. I'm going to give you some steps here to choosing your word. So exactly how do you go about choosing the right word for you for the year? The first thing that you do is you reflect on areas of your life. So your well-being, your current career or business, your family, your health, your finances or wealth, your work-life balance, you know, all your relationships, all areas of your life and just reflect on them and ask yourself, you know, what are you liking about them? What are you not liking about them? What do you wish could be different? What would you like to see different a year from now? Um, That's really the first step is just to allow yourself some time to be honest with yourself and reflect on the areas of your life uh, that you're currently having. Step two is to reflect on the type of person you want to become. So if you envision yourself a year from now, do you see yourself wealthier, happier, healthier? And this is tough. You've really got to dive deep. And one thing that I like to remind clients of when you're doing this 
you can want to be a happier person or a wealthier person or a healthier person and still be really proud of who you are today. You can be very content with your life today and yet still want something a little different. Um, So this isn't about being discontent today, but simply trying to grow yourself into something a bit different or a bit more of something. And you have to be honest, it can be really hard to have some self-awareness here of maybe some areas of our life we need to work on. Uh, But just ask yourself, you know, a year from now, what's the type of person that I want to become? And then really try to describe the characteristics of the person you want to become. So when you envision that person, is that person happier, healthier? Is their life simplified? Is it more complex? Are they more courageous than maybe you've been this year? Um, Are they friendlier? Are they sillier? Um, You know, do they laugh more often? Are they more fit? Do they have a better handle on, you know, their spending or their eating habits or something like that? But really just imagine that person a year from now and just describe all of those characteristics. Ask yourself, what do I want to change or gain in my life? So what is one thing that I'd like to change about my life? What's one thing I'd like to change about the way I spend my day maybe? Um, oftentimes that can give us a bit clear, bit of clarity around you know, what it is that we're hoping to achieve in the coming year, which can really help us to identify our word. Chances are after you've reflected on these uh, four questions that I gave you, you have a number of words that have come to mind or, and they're probably a little bit of a hodgepodge at this point. What I recommend here is to just go to Google and type in quote for blank and enter in the word and just start Googling the word or synonyms for that word and do it for a lot of the words. If you've got five words written down, um, really try to just Google that word. And usually what happens at this point for me is I find a quote and I read it and it really hits home. And it's like, yes, that is like, sometimes it stings a little bit and other times it's like, oh, that's what I'm hoping to achieve or that's what I need to read. And that's what I need to remember. And that's what I need to hear this coming year. That's what I want to focus on. Um, And that's why I like for you to find a quote. Um, Not only that, but there's sometimes a word um, that we... Um, we find, but it's not quite right, but we can't figure out what it is. And simply by searching for it, we actually find the right word. I'll give you an example. A client was saying that her word was consistency. And as we talked through it, it's not the consistency. She actually builds in consistency into her calendar and that kind of thing, but she actually doesn't follow through on the consistency. And so her word as she was Googling things was she realized that it's not the act of being consistent. It's actually following through on the consistency. So follow through became her word. And she sort of realized, she's like, there's a lot of things that I say I want to do, but I don't follow through on them. There's things that I say I'm going to do every week and I don't follow through on them. So follow through actually became her word. The more she sort of researched it and reflected on the word. Um, Step six is to trust your intuition. So try not to really labor over this decision too much. Chances are you don't need to turn this over in your mind a thousand times. It's usually pretty quick that a person sees the words and it totally like resonates with them very quickly. And usually you don't want to overthink it. Like just take that and say, yep, that's probably the word. Or just go and search for synonyms of that word. And there might be a word that's a little stronger of a word, more powerful of a term that means the exact same thing, but it actually will resonate with you on a deeper level. Level. 
Step seven is to consider how you can apply that word to your entire life in all areas of your life. So for example, let's say your word is supported. Well, supported at home means something different than support, supported in your professional life. Um, let's say your word is connected. Connected to your body is different than being connected to your partner, but your word can be connected, but you really want to think about how does this word apply into the context of my work, my home, my relationships, my health, all of that. The idea is when you truly take the time to imagine the way that this word applies to all areas of your life, you're ready to make that word happen in all areas of your life. And then the last step is to really try and fortify your one word with visibility, repetition, and accountability. So what I mean by that is, you know, go and find a bunch of quotes and put one of those quotes on the desktop of your home screen. Um, you know, make an image of it. And if you need to buy a new cell phone case, try to find a cell phone case with a quote on it that has to do with your word. Or if you're arts, artsy and crafty and all of that, I am not. I've shared that with you guys before, but maybe you, you know, make a, a picture and you frame it or a pillow or something like that with some quotes on it. Um, one of the things I like to do whenever I pick my word is I try to find a magnet and I put that magnet on my fridge. Um, and I, it's so funny to me, you guys, when I, you know, after a while you tend to like glance past your magnets, at least I think so. You don't even look at what's on your fridge anymore. And, but it's so funny to me because I'll have a magnet up on my fridge and I've probably walked by it every day for the last few weeks. And then all of a sudden one day I'll glance at the magnet that has to do with my word of the year. And it seems to hit right at the time that I need it, right? Like I read it, I'm like, oh my God, yes. I just needed to see that right in that moment. And it's always so ironic to me how that happens. And so while I may not like see it and read it every single day by any means, the idea is that it is someplace where I do glance at it periodically. You know, you could take lipstick and put it on your mirror or put the word on your mirror or something like that. You could buy a planner if you're... Um, a paper planner kind of person or a notebook that has that quote on it. Um, you can buy a backpack with it on it or something like that. But the idea is you really want to fortify your life where you see this word on a consistent basis throughout the year. This word should become your compass for the year. So it's your guiding light that if you start to get a little distracted or life gets chaotic and it gets stressful and it gets really busy, um, it's really meant to bring us back. It's meant to ground us. And then from there, we can set all of the goals. And when the goals that we set around money actually fall in alignment with this bigger purpose, I'm telling you, they're so much easier to achieve. We conquer them faster. We accomplish things with more gusto, if you will, um, because we can see that it's all connected as opposed to just doing it because we think we should do it, right? So it's really important. Some ideas for words that I'm just going to like, you know, the beautiful thing about this is that the possibilities are infinite in number. So, you know, you really probably cannot um, ever run out of ideas for what your word of the year would be. I'm just going to list a few of them. So maybe revitalize or peace, journey, joyful, gratitude, abundant, grow, balance, creativity, courage, change, enlightened, healthy, humbled, honest, design, 